We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week we'll be discussing the esports business. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice. It's all the information is for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Megan Van Pedden. Megan is the CEO of Van Pedden Group. She has spent over 20 years transforming nonprofit associations, foundations, and societies into best of class organizations. She was previously honored by HuffPost as one of the top five most influential women in fantasy sports for her work as the director of the Fantasy Sports Trade Association. After that, in 2017, Megan launched the Esports Trade Association to bring the players, teams, leagues, and other stakeholders together. She also hosts the Esports Connected podcast, where she interviews um, esports innovators. The podcast was most recently featured in the best esports podcast to follow in 2022. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for having me and everything you do in the space as well. Well, I try. So, you know, to start, tell us a little about your past work experience. How'd you kind of get first involved in the esports and video game business? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, people ask me that all the time. And you know what I do? My secret is I follow the fun. I've always been attracted to play and games and community building and people. And I saw this industry up and coming as our future, and I wanted to be part of it. Amazing. In my so area. Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, it sounds like you kind of, you know, started with fantasy sports, which obviously was, you know, I started playing fantasy sports back in high school. And, you know, 20 years later, it's like everyone in the world is playing fantasy sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what I loved about the evolution of fantasy sports, which I think kind of came before this, um, or, you know, if you will, um, I guess I can't say it came before this because I was, I was there, um, with the first, it felt like the first video game also that I bought for my family with Atari. But the truth is I was raised with all brothers. And if I wanted to have any friends, I had to kind of just play what they were playing. So I was, part of the early days of fantasy sports and making the draft boards and watching my brother, my oldest brother, who has been at least 30 years, um, not at least around that, um, commissioning his same group of friends that still play together. 
So these guys went to high school together and they went to college together and they got married and they had kids together and, you know, they've gone through life. And, and that's when I really saw that the truth was that it was like one of the best days of their life, which was draft day. So that's why I got into fantasy. It was the, it was the component of people that play together, stay together. Definitely. I think that that's definitely, you know, a similar mantra and like a community feel that esports and gaming has. It's like just something that you do with your friends and that, you know, like with esports and fantasy sports, it's like you're doing something that you love connected, but you also want to beat them. There's this kind of like, ooh, I don't want to lose to you in Madden or 2K or I want to beat you this week if I'm playing you in fantasy football. Well, sure. I mean, there there's that healthy competition and, and good old fashioned camaraderie. Exactly. I unfortunately never won anything. <laughs> I wish there was a way to me measure metrics <laughs> when I was younger and technology because, uh, you know, being the only girl with all brothers, I, I got really humbled about my play. That's for sure. It happens, you know, we'll blame it on the age gap, right? That's yes, all. that works. So tell us a little about your current work with the Venn Petting Group. You know, what is it and sure. what is some of the work you do? Right on. So we're um, an association management group, and we help not-for-profits organize and fine-tune how they run their day-to-day, -day. Um, you know, how they can best accomplish their vision and mission. We love research and education, so all, you know, all of our recommendations are simply meant to lift up the idea that's already there and reinforce the foundation with the latest technologies, processes, member development and opportunities. You know, a great example is for decades, I've been talking to members as to why they join an association. And for the very first time, I actually can share their stories through a media we call podcasting. And it is such a great experience that I've never had. Um, and it, and, and just, it, I remember just so many times in the past thinking, I wish I could share this story. So we would do member features and newsletters or not, you know, social media, but to be able to share members journeys on a show is just, you know, mind blowing to me. Definitely. So I guess we can talk a little bit about that. So as we mentioned earlier, you host the Esports Connected podcast. So tell us a little about the podcast and what are some of the past topics and what do you enjoy most about podcasting? Okay, so it, the story is so funny. Thank you for asking. And I there's nothing better than being interviewed by somebody that has their own show because you totally get it. It's just like, I, 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 I'm going to be presumptuous, but probably 10 years ago, you would probably never thought this would be something you'd be doing. Like it, it just like ends up on our desk. Like that's how it is for me. I don't want to speak for you, but most all hosts. Um, so it's like another project. And for so long, I like pushed it, you know, like who would want to do this show? Like, this is not for me. And then when I, you know, really, really took a deep look at the benefit and value it could add to people, um, I was, it was a weekend and I was reading a book, Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. And it just really inspired me. And I thought, you know, if we can get this show about truly connecting with people and hearing their stories, I would be enrolled with that. 
And that was like literally the anchor of the show for me. So we, we, we decided to name it Esports Connected based on that book uh, that I continue to listen to. Um, and it continue, continuously inspires me by John Maxwell. Amazing. So what are, you know, some of the different guests, some people that you've had on it? Mm, that's a great, that's a great question. It's really about member stories and um, members journeys. So we, you know, we're the esports trade association. And, you know, if you are a member of the association, it would, it just absolutely provides value for us to hear and learn about your story and what you're up to. So you can share it with other members on a different media. And that, you know, it's basically that simple. Amazing. I mean, I'm, as you mentioned, someone who I don't think 10 years ago or even maybe five years ago, I'd be hosting a podcast. But, you know, as I'm just rounding past episode 100, I mean, hey, I've done it. So <laughs> definitely. Totally. So and our, you know, our members are you know the most talented individuals I've really had the pleasure to work with. Every show I learn so much. Um, you know, I, I, every day is such a good day. And yeah, it's just an absolute honor. Um, connecting the minds and ideas of, you know, people in the stage of my career, um, speaking to my experience and helping the next generation dream big. There's so many exciting things about this. Definitely. So let's kind of talk about the Esports Trade Association a little bit. So what is it and sure. why was it formed? Well, you know, five years ago, there was no trade association. And there were many people coming, you know, literally, I was in the, the fantasy sports space, and they were coming to me and saying, we have to really like, think about this industry and how we can support and help it. And um at that time, I was like, you know, I saw the synergies, but I wasn't really sure. And then there was just like a, there was a defining moment um, when I was with Chris Meyer, who was, um, he was with Las Vegas Convention and Visitors. Um, and he said, there is literally no trade association for this. There has, you know, somebody has got to do this. And I, you know, I've got a couple of people you might want to meet. And if you would just start this, you know, we'll be your founding sponsor. So we did, we, we got together a round table and, and, and just literally started with a meeting um, as to how we could advance the business practices uh, of the industry. And, um, and the biggest challenge was what is a trade association? Um, for this, for this industry. And I'm so glad that we're mostly over that hurdle, I think. Um, cause it, it will, so what obviously... is a trade association, you know, let's elaborate on that a little. <laughs> well, I mean, if anybody understands a trade association, it's lawyers and doctors, you know, um, one of the things that our dream is, is to educate students early on to get involved with businesses, while they're in college. So I, I would imagine when you were in law school, you were part of a law association. You know, we're, we're doctors, it's part of their program. They're part of the medical association. And then they branch into 
you know, the fine tuning, like I am going to practice in, in this area of medicine or in this area of law. So you get into a, a, you know, a more focused trade association. So, you know, it's basically a community of business professionals, you know, that share in, in advancing the business ethics and um, of an industry. And, you know, it's just as old as, as old as time. So um, it's kind of an old school business, but, you know, keeping, keeping it, keeping the, the community together, having an annual conference, you know, it's, um, it's just something I've, I've done for 20, you know, 20 ish years. Well, I hundred percent agree with that as a, you know, a long time American bar association member starting back in <laughs> right. law school. I, I understand kind of the value of this. And I think the biggest advice that most people give, especially on, you know, these kind of shows and in these entertainment fields is that networking and meeting other people that are doing things. That's the key to all of this getting experience, whether it's to internships, yeah. or, you know, like you have to be in it to win it, as they say. Mm-hmm. That's right. And have fun while you're doing it. And that's, that's why I've been really attracted to associations that, you know, have a little play involved in it myself. I, I, you know, I, I remember, you know, my first association I worked with was the Semiconductor International Association. Um, and, you know, I've done a lot with manufacturing and engineering because I'm in the Midwest, but I've really, really enjoyed associations that are um, um, innovative, have some technology focus. I really enjoy working with colleges and youth. Um, so yeah, I think I've, I've developed this niche and it's interesting how, how your niche or your, your passion finds you. And, you know, that, that's advice that I would definitely recommend, you know, go into an industry that you love. Now, if somebody asked me when I was in high school, would I be working in sports? I would have definitely said no. I grew up a, around a lot of sports with my brothers but um, I wasn't necessarily an athlete or a good one by that. At that, I wasn't really good at any games, to be to be completely honest. But I enjoy games because um, that's what I grew up with. You know, I'm I grew up playing chess probably the most. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing about it. It's enjoyment. You don't have to be a competitive top gamer to enjoy gaming and just want to engage with it because it's fun and you know that's what you like to do. True, true. And I, I think that like exposure, you know, just like being your dad's a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you're around, you know, I, I was exposed to play, I was exposed to brothers, I was like, well, I guess I have to play Dungeons and Dragons. If I want to play with friends today, it's raining and we're inside. You know, and now I, I love, you know, I, I, I love fantasy and um, all, all the aspects of that sort of play. And, um, you know, so a trade association, one of the highlights is for students to come in very early and get that experience and being around industry professionals and, you know, yeah, I mean, I 100% agree with that. And I think it kind of leads to some of the stuff you guys are working on. So what are some of the recent work and some of the future things that the Trade Association has planned? Well, the, you know, the biggest thing we have planned right now is our conference that's coming up in August. And, you know, we just have an, an awesome lineup of content. We're, um, 
we 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 are presented again by Morgan Stanley. And last week we had our business symposium that was just a great kickoff to what to expect when you get here. August 21st, we're, it, it is a Sunday night. We are having, um, oh, actually it's a Sunday day game. We're inviting, um, that's an optional component of the conference just to really extend the hospitality and the, um, the Sweet Home Chicago, you know, old Wrigley Field uh, nostalgia. So that's uh, Sunday. People are flying in for uh, coming in for a baseball game. And then Monday's a fun day. We have a, um, an advisory board, like town hall meeting, if you will, I think around noon. And then um, we have check-in starting at three. So we, we design it so... If you come in Sunday for the game, great. You have Sunday night to yourself. Monday is a flex day. It gives you a little bit of time in the morning for meetings if you're here in Chicago. And then um, we, we, we have check-in starting, I think, around you know, mid-afternoon. Um, we have a business pitch wild card session where you could come in. And if you would like to pitch your idea, we are going to have an audience vote by clap again um, to join the elevator pitch competition last minute. Right now we have an elevator pitch class where people are preparing for their pitches to secure funding at the conference, um, not to guarantee it, but there, you know, there are people that are coming to judge and, and people have been funded from pitching. Um, let's see. And then we have a purposeful networking uh, that night um, and a reception. And then obviously the next day is followed by a whole full day of extraordinary content um, from industry professionals. I invite anybody to look at um, esportsta.org and, and look at our agenda um, for Tuesday. I call that the big day. Um, and Obviously, there's a, a lot of networking involved there. There's an exhibitor area. And then at night, we celebrate with um, a reception party at the WIT. The WIT is just one of the greatest hotels in Chicago. Uh, I'm sorry, the greatest bars that's built on top of a hotel. And um, well, actually, Scott Greenberg would say it's a bar and he built a hotel under it. But it's just a, like a sky bar. You just see the whole city. It's so beautiful. And um, Sunday, or I'm sorry, and then the, the last day on Wednesday, we have a grab and go breakfast, um, rather casual. And, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of pockets of time to come and do business, enjoy Chicago in August. We're two blocks from Lake Michigan. We're two blocks from the Mag Mile um, at the Hyatt Centric. It's a beautiful hotel. And, um, you know, we, we really, we really, um, we're really proud of this annual event. It's our fourth and our second in person. Well, definitely sounds like a good time. So everyone who's, you know, out there trying to network and see what the industry and the association is all about, definitely, you know, check it out. And, you know, I think it sounds like it's gonna be a great time in the shy. Oh, yeah, I, it really, it's, it's, it really is. It, it, it's nice, because we have a lot of, um, 
We have a lot of other great esports events. You know, we have them in Vegas, not we, but, you know, our industry. And then, um, you know, around the nation, but, you know, Chicago's pretty much our staple. It's where we're headquartered and it's worked out really well. Definitely. So kind of switching gears a little bit, tell us a little about, you know, founding the Fantasy Sports Trade Association. You know, what did the association do and, you know, how would you help it? You know, that's, that's, that's a great question. Um, so when I, when I met that group, it was about 30 guys or and gals, I should say, um, 30 people. And they were like a club. So they had their, their club kind of anchored with a lot of, um, great people like Matt Berry, you know, and Paul Churchian and um, Rick Wolf, you know, just some really, really, really strong, um, strong leaders to, you know, to this day in the space. And they just wanted somebody to help uh, grow the association based on their vision and mission. So I came in, oh, Stacy Stern, she was there as well. Um, she's now the chair of the association. And um, just worked with them to, um, you know, to, to grow and develop some best practices. And, you know, we turned it into maybe around 400 members um, from 30. I think it felt like when I started, um, we, we did an event every year in Vegas. And then we toured around the nation. So that was that was really a, a fun um, concept. They anchored in Vegas and then um, did events, you know, in different cities, which was great. Um, and I, again, it was just to advance the best practices of the fantasy sports industry. During that time, there was a lot of, you know, um, what is fantasy? And, and it was similar to the hype that we're in right now. Like, what is esports? So I found myself, you know, in a very similar situation. So yeah, speaking of what similarities have you kind of noticed between working in the fantasy sports business and now in the esports and video game world? Yeah, I think um I think just I'm a con connector of minds and ideas and um I think it's a lot of people that dream big um and a lot of entrepreneurs and and then there's the 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 education and the business that come together in both um you know if people are if people are working in technology which is fantasy sports or data and you know they want to go to school and study about that so there is the there is bringing the education and the technology sectors together. So that was some similarities. I would say the crossover, like my network, um, you you see the bigger brands attracted to this. Obviously, um, bigger brands just love sports and entertainment, and that you know that's where they they find find a lot of consumers are. So my my network is very similar when it comes to the sponsors. Um, which is very nice. And uh, people that love sports and entertainment and technology and education, I think is similar. Absolutely. Cause those, you know, esports and gaming and, you know, fantasy sports kind of sit on the intersection of, you know, 
being in it, being able to play the game, but also really loving what goes on beyond beyond the game. I yeah, I think that 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 has been the most fun part for me is what goes on beyond the game. So, what are kind of your thoughts on you know fantasy esports, which I know is kind of you know an emerging kind of ancillary route and kind of sits at the intersection of you know your past and present work. You know, I, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, my first fantasy esports panel that I, that I hope that we had was in New York. And I think it was like in 2016. And I remember just trying to wrap my head around it then. And, you know, it's like I said, if, if people can play together, they can stay together. Technology is exhilarating. I'm loving how many women are part of this um, fantasy and esports. So many more women are playing more than they ever did with their colleagues, with their husbands, with their families, with their brothers. Um, so I, yeah, I, I love it. I, I love, oh my gosh, I can remember even 15 years ago when I was en in engineering and technology, if I saw a woman at a conference, I just ran toward her. And now it's like, you know, it's just awesome. It, you know, there's a lot of statistics that say half of the players are women here in, uh, in esports and, and gaming. So I welcome it. 100%. And we definitely have seen in the last few years, a huge trend and focus on trying to build, you know, female and gaming and tech and STEM and steam kind of engineering based protocol. So it's, you know, great to see that you're kind of noticing it as you're out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's just the, 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 the industries are both are full of dreamers and engineers and designers. Um, it's such a thrill. It's it really is such a thrill. I'm having the time of my life, and there's a spark of joy when anybody ever builds anything or works collaboratively. I mean, that's one of the things that um, that I've loved about this time. Like, if I look at what was going on ten years ago, if I look at my day, I wasn't on a show like this. You know, I just wasn't. I was behind the scenes planning an event in spreadsheets. Now. Our event is a team of 10, 15, 20 people meeting weekly on Zoom. It's just like, I, it wasn't like that 10 years ago. 10 years ago, it was me and a spreadsheet spent passing it back and forth to <laughs> people to check and review and approve, you know, just the evolution of collaboration. And that's what like where the authenticity has really been brought forward, you know, because people people are like, they want to know who I am. I don't think that was the case then. And it's not like about me. They just want to know like, who's planning this and why, who are you? You know, what's your, why are you here? And it's not like, oh, cause I shouldn't be, but it's more like, but why, you know what I'm saying? There's like, there's curiosity that I think is so healthy. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the things that people really touch on is that people in this kind of space, actually are doing it because they enjoy it and this is something they're passionate about and it's just great that you can make it you know a career and potentially you know fund your life but at the end of the day it's all fun and games and people want to engage with other people that have the similar passion which i think kind of ties back to the conversation from the beginning of you know the wanting to 
be involved and socialize, whether it's through games, board games, video games, sports, you know, any of these entertainment worlds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would have never, ever dreamt in my wildest dreams that the people putting on the conference would be a team of 40 people. And that's what happened last year for our event in Chicago. And it was led by Sharon Gill and John Davidson and not by me. I, it's not the way I did things. I, I truly did things with spreadsheets. And um, this is a community built by community. And, and uh, it is an absolute privilege to be part of and to, to watch, quite frankly. It, it is the, the, the work of my life. Well, that's amazing. And, you know, we'll kind of bring this kind of towards the end. So what advice do you have for anyone trying to work in the esports and video game space? You know, I really advise anyone to, for starters, if you have the extra um, time or budget, get a coach. I have always had a coach and it's 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 um so helpful to help you see your blind spots your strengths and identify you know the conversation of your career path um one of the things that is so important and is, is to stay in your lane of what you're great at and go toward that if you're seeing that oh, I'm not really that talented, let's just say at graphic design. Forget about graphic design. Maybe you're the one that's gonna write about the image and, and, you, and you're finding yourself more interested in content creation. See, this is beyond the game. It's another industry that has all the jobs of every other industry. That's you know why we have the trade association. So my parting advice is get a coach to help you identify your blind spots help you hone in on your strengths because sometimes it's hard for us to see our own strengths and believe it or not our own weaknesses so stay in your gift lane and build on your gifts and strengths so you shine and you're comfortable um so that 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 is what i've been really really pushing um, and cultivating for our members. And, and I'm really able to listen in. And when you hear people's, you know, their voice articulate, articulates and you hear them lift up and you're, you know, energized or jazzed about something, follow that. Don't, don't try to overcome something that's extremely difficult that isn't your God-given talent. And I guess the other thing is practice, practice, practice. Whatever you're good at, just, you know, keep practicing and keep building and keep going. Um, and any great will tell you that there, it wasn't just the talent, it was the practice. So those are my two. Surround yourself around people that support you and that you like to be with because you, you, it really takes a community. Well, I think that's some amazing advice. You know, I'm sure a lot of us out there, you know, it's always hard to identify what you're good at or, you know, maybe shy away from something because you're maybe not succeeding as well as you could elsewhere. So, you know, it's definitely good, you know, information. So to kind of bring it towards the end, what's the future for the Esports Trade Association? Where is it going in the next few years? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, we have such a great board and 
just being part of the industry is such a gift in itself. Um, we, you know, we're, we're just continuously, you know, growing the association. I see us having our event here in Chicago. Um, we're really enjoying just sharing the, the best practices of the industry and um, getting together with greats that want to be in the space leading. You know, each year we have our strategic planning session. Four times a year we have an advisory um, board meeting with, I mean, maybe there's 30 people on that, um, you know, and that, that's really the, the direction of the chairman and, and the board to lead that. And for, for me, I, I'm just really glad to, you know, provide the infrastructure of a healthy organization and to, you know, help in, in whatever way that I can, um, we hope it, actually you're on a committee, aren't you? You're on the regulation committee. Yes, for full disclosure, I, I am a member of the Esports Trade Association and help on one of their committees. It's definitely a very interesting conversations. I've definitely learned and met some great people. So, you know, can't complain from that angle. No way. And we love to have you. It's, um, you know, it's been a pleasure. What has been your experience? I mean, how, how, how has the association, you know, what, what made you come over and, and join? I mean, this is perfect. I mean, I think what I noticed about it and what really attracted to me was just kind of the people in it, because I think one of the things you're joining the association for is to, you know, connect with and have, you know, a more meaningful connection with other industry leaders and to be able to have, you know, these thoughtful conversations, whether it's on a panel or some of the networking events that you guys host. So I really thought that that was, you know, really beneficial and then as I started to get involved more, and as you said, you know, be a part of this committee, started to really kind of understand what the members were working towards, that it's not just, oh, hey, let's try to help each other get business. It's like we're trying to figure out, as you mentioned, best practices and ways to elevate everyone and to think about the industry as a whole, not necessarily the people that are right in front of us, the people that are not part of the association, as well as, you know, the next generation of, you know, entrepreneurs and people working in the space. Yeah. And, and, and it, it, it's so cool bringing that, you know, to such a new industry, you know, it's so, it's so cool. Um, I was talking to a group of uh, students at IIT and they were, the, the one student said, wait a minute, my parents are part of the American, I think farmers association. And we wouldn't have even still been had our farm had we not been part of that association. Or no, it was the Agriculture Association. And I said, tell me more about it. And he, and, you know, he said, you know, like there were, there were times when they, their parents needed, his parents who still have this farm in Wisconsin needed a crop or needed something for their crop, but it was too large of a bulk to order it. And they, you know, they put a note out to their association and they were helped, you know, during a tough time. And so their parents told um, this, this young man to try to find an association to support him and his career. And, you know, this, the story will continue. We should probably have another, another show so I could share it, but I'm really excited to work with um, IIT and this group of students that want to cultivate a, um, 
a membership for students to understand what we're doing here. You know, exactly what you said, you know, how this goes in full circle and really like getting there is giving back. Absolutely. So, you know, this was amazing. So thank you so much for joining us. It was extremely insightful. So where can everyone connect with you and, you know, find out more about the trade association? We're everywhere. You can Google the Esports Trade Association. Please reach out to me, Megan Van Patten. I'm on LinkedIn, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and then we're on esportsta.org. And please be my guest in Chicago for uh, baseball and, and networking and, uh, you know, Everything that Chicago has to offer it is my pleasure to host to host you at the Hyatt Centric. Come on and join the fun. Well, you hear that, everyone? You're all invited there, so make sure to you know book early and get those good spots. And thanks everybody again for tuning in. And make sure to follow me on Twitter, Justin J E S Q, and check Apple Podcasts for all our past episodes. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.